darlings welcome to another episode of books and scans podcast and on today's episode i'll be sharing tips on how to get out of a reading slump featuring my october reads because i've been in a reading slump for the longest of times and if not for the things or the measures that i took i would still have been in a reading slump and hence there would be no october reads so of course i have to tell you about all the wonderful books i read in october also, um, there was a question or a comment, it's more of a question, on the Get to Know Me Koshida edition that I didn't get to address in the previous edition and I'm sorry about that. A listener asked when I would start taking crochet lessons or start taking crochet classes and honestly, it's not something I've thought about. It's a, um, I have a flexible and not so flexible schedule. School takes up a lot of my time. And I do not know if I'm really ready to explore being a tutor or a teacher. But if I'm ever to teach, I'd prefer to be a physical class one-on-one and form a physical connection, a physical bond with my students or my students, as the case may be. Preferably, they have to be within my vicinity. So until then, I mean, if I'm going to do anything like that, I'll definitely update you guys. Okay? So tips on how to get out of a reading slump um in no particular order these are things that i just tend to do anytime i'm in a reading slump so first thing i ask for book recommendations from fellow book lovers now this is not um a very if even when you're not in a reading slump and you feel like you want the next best read you're going to ask fellow book lovers um fellow bookies um about the interesting books i've read or sort of thing like that so this is not exactly me but this is a first step this is the first step now um in asking them for the books you're either going to have to buy them or you're going to have to download them to your e-reader and all of that now there's this kind of satisfaction in knowing that you have books stacked in your library whether you're going to read them or not so what's the second tip <laughs> now stalk your favorite bookstagrammer or booktalker now i don't mean like stalk like follow them i mean peruse through your posts on instagram and tiktok and you surely find a book review or some kind of reading prompts for me i most of the books i read this month were books that i found as reading prompts from something bookish something bookish is um an account on instagram i, I don't know if she's a book talker but she's a it's a bookstagram account and she also has a podcast there's something bookish podcast i love um how she she's playful how it has this um i don't know how I, what, what are we gonna call it it has this homely atmosphere like we all talking about something that we love and she's so excited about it i love it um she's also um i forgot her name but i know she has a twitter account that i follow i think it's the crazy book lady or the crazy lip gloss lady or something like that um she i follow her on instagram i follow her on twitter too and she i think she's the handler of something bookish on instagram she's also the host of the podcast and she's also 
the host of the indulgent bibliophile book club so I me mean, that's whenever i'm stuck i just go to her page and i see a lot of reading prompts and then i just save books that have the most interesting title so that's the second tip so third you want to keep adding as much books to your tbr as possible and i know people say oh really reading slump you have a lot of books why are you not able to read them why are you adding more variety my loves is the spice of life so you i mean if you have so many books and you keep downloading them or you keep buying them you have a lot of books to choose from so if you're saying okay let me just stick with the ones that are in my library no and when you're reading slump you need something that will give you an immediate action um, you don't need a very long book or a lengthy book that might drag on. So if you start reading a book from chapter 1, chapter 2 and you're not feeling it, I mean your time is short, you're trying to get yourself back in the mood. Do you have a kind of limited time, a limited attention span or, or kind of lifespan for that book? So if it's not getting up to your expectations, just drop it. You'll continue it later. And with that, I usually recommend that you um, to read a short book of about 100 to 150 pages. So um, you want to read a book that's precise. It starts, it has enough storyline. Probably you want to read um, romantic comedy, rom-com, or you want to read science fiction, fantasy, um, any genre that you like so much or that you enjoy now another tip is to read a different genre altogether um i'm not so much i do not read a lot of science fiction but that does not mean i have not read science fiction books or i do not have them in my tibia list but i mean it might be refreshing or new for you to be introduced to something that you're not usually used to reading and it could help you find out if you really like the genre like um like there, i've heard people who say they don't really like to read thrillers or mystery or they don't really like to read true crime and all of that and it takes just one book for you to fall in love with a particular genre so they read this one book and they're like wow i love this genre i'm gonna keep reading it that's how it starts so if you're in a reading slump, you might want to read something different. And I highly recommend do not read non-fiction. Now, I'm, this is not me telling you what to read or what not to read. But fiction will kind of um, take you into that place of fantasy, that place of delusion, per se, where it's, you know, this is not real. This doesn't have to be a reality. It's not anybody's reality, per se. So yes, let's just go with the flow. Um, I've already said that um, you should peruse through your favorite Bookstagram account or BookTok account. And in that, you'll find reading prompts. So the last tip is probably to follow a reading prompt. Like in, on something bookish on Instagram, she has reading prompts where she um, prompts like, books about books written by a caribbean author or books about grief or loss 
um, books reading by an African author, books written by a North American author, all those kind of prompts, you can find them on something bookish. So I am going to link that um, Instagram account in the description box below because it was very helpful. It has always been helpful to me because most of the books I read are books that I see on the page. So now, <laughs> that's all for the tips. They're not exactly you. I mean, these are things that people are already doing. People might have different ways in which they try to get out of their reading dump, reading slump, but then this mine. Okay? Now, the books that took me out of this... I mean, it's very depressing when you're not... For me, as an avid reader, and a person who reads for fun, for enjoyment, for aesthetic... Because mm-hmm. some people will say, they're people who read for aesthetic. I read for all of them. <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of depressing when I've not read a book for a very long time. And although I'm still trying to find my peace, most of the books I've read have... Um, shifted me momentarily from that place or see it's been long you read anything I should really want to read and take this storyline from the beginning to the end and it has given me this normal um, pace of reading where I want to follow a storyline truly from the beginning to the end so the first book I read in October was This Time It's Real by Anna Liang um, this book is yeah i think it's romance i had a little bit of humor in it it was about a writer or a student who wrote this essay who faked an essay about her love life and then she got to school and then she supposedly saw this person that she everything that she described about her fake boyfriend was what this person was but then he had started dating for real for real and then he liked her and they liked her yada 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 <laughs> actually i saw someone um posted this book someone on my contact list of which i'm just giving a hint of which i'm gonna have an interview with soon on the podcast someone on my contact list posted this book and was like okay i'm in a reading slump let me just read it's good let me just go and read and i did enjoy it but not so much. So that was when I had to start um, basically <laughs> stalking is a very strong word, but I had to basically just start going through aggressively going through um, all the bookstagram accounts that I follow. And so um, I um, saved a couple of posts and I downloaded those books to my e-reader to read them. The next book I read was 10 minutes 38 seconds in this strange world. It was a mind-blowing book. Although the book is about grief, loss, and all of that, it has this storyline, this plot that is sure to keep you from the beginning to the end. And that's what I loved about the book. Also, the fact that the title is captivating. You want to know. Now, this um, kind of shows... A steady pro- the the main character of the book was murdered, um, was killed. The her name was Layla, Tec- and they used to call her Tequila Layla. So she was killed at that time, and ten minutes thirty eight seconds shows the remaining 
um, hours that her brain was active because there's this thing that scientists say that a person can a person who has been killed or a person who has died um, can still have brain activities for at least 10 minutes so this 10 minutes 38 seconds shows everything that she was thinking um, all the book was just showing um, or just telling all her stories all the things that she remembered in this 10 minutes 38 seconds so very good book next book i read a proposal they can't refuse by mapalikana um this book kicked me out of my reading slump like it kicked me out it was romantic comedy <laughs> i enjoyed it from start to finish it has this mix of family um food culture love humor everything it was set in in spain in south in a south american country um spain um brazil i think it was spain yes those areas um and it it was okay yes it had this um thing with wines they were talking about food restaurants and cooking and they were also talking about a distillery um wine making wine production and mixing of flavors and everything these are the kind of books that i finished reading i'm like i feel like a girl i'm like okay throughout that time when i finished reading spell like i found a new hobby i'm going to be wine testing and all of that but it's not really something that i think works in this part of the world wine testing i don't know if it's a thing but yes i'm very willing to explore it so the next book is in the company of men by veronique Tadjo. okay so this book is about the ebola virus and what made me even pick up this book was because it was set in Cote d'Ivoire and I was very interested <laughs> in hearing the story. I didn't know that at that time it was about Ebola virus, but just that it was set in Cote d'Ivoire, I was very interested in reading it. And it shows, it gives this kind of human um, description from every perspective. It blends in the natural characters. It's giving a voice to the natural characters. Like um, there are chapters where the tree, the tree, um, during that time, the people were cutting herbs and bags of trees, like the neem tree for medicine. So it gives, how like it's like a folk, um, folk tale, telling from different perspective of both the humans. Both the doctors, the health workers that worked during that period, um, the trees were even given voices or given parts and all of that. It's a good book. It gives a human description um, of what the Ebola virus was like in that country. Mm, it's a detailed one too. So, the next book is Confessions of an Alleged Good Girl by Joya Goffin. Um... This book was the title is very catchy too, and I felt like yes, I need to read it. So, um, the main character in this book is Monique, and she's a pastor's child. And this thing where they normally tell you that there are certain things that I've seen, or there are things that they expect you to do, and she felt like her parents were were strict. And her parents wanted her. She she felt like she was disappointing her parents. And then she had this boyfriend who was constantly asking her to have premarital sex. And they had tried 
numerous times and he also the boyfriend was also a active participant of the church and her parents apparently ag- agreed of their relationship and said they were going to marry at the end of the day but they never knew that um they were trying to have premarital sex now this book was not even about the premarital sex or whatever was happening in the background of the characters or whatever i feel like it was um raising awareness on virginismus i feel it was raising awareness on virginismus where the people who the women who tend to um, experience painful penetration and all of that so this is it's a it's not a it can be linked to medical reasons it can also be a psychological condition and based on what you have heard or what you know or what you have been told but i feel like this book was raising awareness on that particular topic it was not about what she was doing or why what she was trying to do or the image of her parents or the image of the church i feel like it was more um, raising awareness on that particular condition and it did a good job the next book is frying plantain by zalika red benta so this book was set in canada and but um most of the characters were bringing this jamaica background so it's jamaica the name frying plantain is just comes from the main character liking her plantain fried now i didn't understand why it had to have this whole thing of why are they calling you frying plantain i don't understand even to the end of the book but there are parts of the book that i really liked like when the main character her name was Kara, stood up for herself and against her friends who liked to um, say nasty things about her and that kind of thing so it was a good read too and then the last book but not the list which is the one i just finished the things we do not tell the people we love by huma Quereshi. oh i don't know if i pronounced that well q u r e s h i should the things we not tell the people we love is not a non-fiction book but it's a compilation of stories um about relationships and about love now it's not um things that are unrealistic that's what i love about the book and it's it's really nice so that's all for this episode it's a wrap thank you very much for listening and i'll see you in the next episode bye